Don, lovely to see you. And so, so much thank you for joining me finally in this dialogue. I was looking forward to meeting you. Yes, me too. Um, let us start, but before we jump into the, into the series of questions, may you introduce your story for us today? Uh, okay, so hello everybody. My name is Dawn Fang. I'm a mother of three children, currently four years old, 12 years old and 14 years old. And um, I homeschool all of them. I have been a homeschooling uh, community leader in one of the communities in Singapore. And I've written a book about homeschooling called Homeschooling in Singapore in Education that seeks to help people understand why people choose to homeschool in Singapore. Um, I've stepped down from community leadership and I've started a micro school consultancy called Little You, where we use homeschooling approaches um, to develop solutions to the labor market um, in education in the mainstream. And that's where I am right now. Wonderful, exciting and uh, full of uh, new ideas. Thank you. Thank you, Don. Um, okay, so let us start. First question, what is that you want to see out there happening in the world for education and learning? What would we need to thrive in the future? Oh, I have a very radical solution, which I think is common sense. And that is to keep the family together learning. I understand that in the factory model in the 19th century that came from that came from the Industrial Revolution, family members were separated. And um, you know, the father went to work, the mother went to work, the children even went to work. Last time they were children's factory. And of course, you know, uh, in the last century we we had better children's rights. But I don't see a big difference in that separation because. Now, instead of like uh, children going to, to work, children still go to schools and the families are still separated, you know, uh, in their learning experience. And what happens is when they come together, a lot of times the conversations are, are very superficial. You know, what did you do in school today? You know, and a lot of times we don't develop thinking about education as a family because we don't actually understand what that is. Now, I think that if families start to develop a family education that um, helps them to learn together their areas of interest in a very intentional way and keeps them close to each other as much as possible, it's going to trigger a huge learning revolution where everybody takes an interest in one another throughout their lives. And I'm not saying family education in a creepy sort of way where, you know, we police one another. No, but it's really a mindset that lifelong learning is for all of us as a family. And it's our responsibility to craft that education as a family first. Thank you. Um, what is one thing that you had to let go and learn maybe repeatedly in the last year oh. or so? Um, you know, I came from a teaching background and I have to tell you, unlearning a lot of things as a school teacher is still ongoing in my heart. Um, perhaps one thing is um, to accept my limitation <laughs> that I can't really know it all. And really the, the human experience is as mysterious as it comes because nobody knows the future. And to embrace it as a mystery rather than always trying to control it. 
because the mindset of controlling means you have to make all the variables concrete. You have to ensure that everything is up to you to control. Now, which human being can control to that extent? You're going to have very strange national policies, you know, where you have to know everything and you have to standardize and you have to make it linear so that you can control the outcomes. Unfortunately, human beings don't work that way. There are lots of things within us that are adapting and um, that are discovering. And with children, where all the potential is, um, a lot of things uh, in which they learn about the world around them is actually new to us because our world is past already. And we need to really come together with the children and ask, um, you know, ask the same questions. Actually, what is the world like now? What are we discovering together? How should we learn it together? Rather than I tell you what to do so that you would come out this way. <laughs> Isn't that a problem for all teachers, you know? Yes, indeed. Okay, uh, third one. How do you connect and build relationships during this time of worldwide educational shift of paradigm? What uh, are five qualities a friend of yours would describe as you? And what is this friend um, inspired by your journey in education, in reimagining education? Wow, that's a big question and it comes in parts. So perhaps I can think about um, the first thing is five qualities. Maybe people say I am creative. Um, maybe I am um very uh, innovative, maybe I'm ambitious, maybe I'm, um, I don't know, communicative. You know what? I'm not so sure. Now that I think about it and you force me into this corner, I say it depends on which friend I need. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say that, you know, um, human beings show different sides of themselves to different people. And that exactly. is way of how human beings interact and develop, right? If I meet an older mentor, I'm going to show her her side of myself that I don't show to a younger person. And that's beautiful and that's all right because it shows we are sociable and we're adaptable. So um, let me see, your question was reimagining education. I would really like to reimagine education as a personalized way of knowing ourselves better and to understand ourselves in this world and to seek wisdom in all that we do. A lot of times, you know, we equate education to employment. We equate education to maybe interest-based learning or hobbying. I think these are all wonderful as well. But I think beyond that, it's about under understanding ourselves as human beings and to accept who we are and to make wise decisions daily in life. Now, that would make for a better world, wouldn't it? Okay. Um, yes. Next one. What do you feel called to leave, do, uh, learn in the next one to two years? Um, I would like to learn more about children with very complex cases. Um, to be honest, a lot of times we look at education um mostly for the middle class. And sometimes the lower income uh, do get opportunities. Now there's one group that's really, really neglected. And it's the ones that really don't have anyone in the world at all. I'm talking about the, the orphan. I'm talking about the children who are displaced 
even refugee children. Now, these are still children. As long as we are teachers, we need to look for these children. Because as educators, we seek to want to change the world to be a better place with these children, you see. So if I want to do something, I feel deep in my bones. I want to learn about who they are. I want to learn about how to teach them. I want to learn how to how to find them. I want to learn about trauma-informed education, clinical psychology on, on, on childhood, anything I can get my hands on to understand complex cases um, uh, where children are concerned. Because I feel if I have the good, I, if I have such specialized skills as an educator, then I must be a solution in their lives as well. And honestly, I feel that the world is very broken. Um, there are so many fractures and, and so many conflicts. Um, we must do our part as adults to do right by the children so that, you know, we reduce less of the conflicts later on for them later, you know. Yes. I hope yes, that makes sense. Yes, you make a lot of sense. You make a lot of sense and uh, vision as well. Okay, last but not least, what is one image, although we started having one when you were uh, answering the last question, what is one image, one gesture or a song or a poem that comes to you when you think of reimagining education? This is very bad because now you've got me Googling Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the road less traveled, isn't it? That, isn't that a, a yeah. famous point about the yeah. road less traveled or taken? Uh, Robert Frost. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the road not taken by Robert Frost. Um, and it, this is beautiful poems where two roads diverge in a yellow wood. And sorry, I could not travel both and be one traveler. And so he says... Um, he took the one less traveled by, um, and that has made all the difference. But just to be sure that that you know maybe maybe he didn't in that poem. He thought about taking it, and he wished he did, or or he eventually did. We we really don't know. But I think we ought to take the road less traveled a bit more, mm -hmm. you know, because it changes the way we see. And what is education? It's about changing the way we see. Um, the people around us and being better human beings, uh, doing right by our families, by the children that um, is brought to us to take care of and to teach. I, I always think that is those are the best decisions one can make in life. Thank you very much, Don. <laughs>